Us, where we are trying to figure out who is the worst decision maker in the relationship. My name is Adam. And my name's Ryan. We are so excited to be back from our break. Yes, yes. Although I think the previous episode we would have been back from our break, Ryan. <laughs> Adam, I suck at this so much. You really I do. The, the timeline is just not something that you really adhere to at all. Oh, Shoot, yeah. It's fine, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. your sister was on the last episode when we came back. Yep. Full, and di- full disclosure, we're still reco- we're recording this episode during the break, <laughs> so that could probably be a reason why Ryan was a little flustered. Not only that, I'm incredibly flustered because I am currently surrounded by tons of moving boxes in my apartment because I have to move during the holiday season. The holiday season, and I I could not be more stressed out about it, honestly. Yeah, it'll be fine. That's all you gotta say about that? <laughs> yeah. That's all you gotta say about that. Wow, okay. It'll be fine. Moving on. Uh... We... <laughs> I mean, we just need to take everything and put it somewhere else. Spongebob? Sure. We should take Bikini Bottom and push it somewhere else! Yeah. Uh, so, um, that is currently what I'm dealing with. I just took a bunch of my clothes to um, a clothing place. What What's it called? No, I don't want to name them. I just want to know. I'll bleep, oh, okay. I'll bleep that. Fine. We took them to... What's it called? A consignment shop? Yeah. Yeah. We took them to a consignment shop to... Plato's Closet. Plato's Closet. Oh, no, Plato's... No, you know, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bleep all of this. Don't worry. I'm not even going to cut it. I'm just going to like... Bleep. Yeah. We should, we should call it fucking... Then. You probably should because that place was awful. Well, I just mean so that it can say fucking and then you bleep the thing that comes after it. Oh, clever, clever, funny, clever, funny. Uh, so anyway, they didn't take... I, I brought four trash bags full of folded clothes to... Um, and they did not accept any of my clothing. Well, they did accept it. They just didn't pay him for it. They didn't pay me for it, which I have good shit. Like I had stuff from Express, I had stuff from J Crew, I had stuff from Joseph A Bank, which is money. Still with tags on them. Some one of them literally was bought a week ago and they still didn't take it. Then why didn't you just return it? I didn't have the receipt. Adam. And it wasn't bought by me. Maybe you should bleep all of this out in case they listen to the podcast. <laughs> they don't. They don't, trust me. Um, am I allowed to talk about the person who was working there? I really wouldn't. <laughs> I really wouldn't. Right, I, I, cut I, it. Yep. Yeah, cut, cut, cut. Cut, cut, cut. <laughs> there, he could barely understand them because they were... In a K-hole while they were working. <laughs> That's the best thing I could I could describe. Like, sh- like their mouth. I think they was just had a speech impediment. <laughs> no, I don't think they were on drugs. You could see it in their eyes. Like, you were talking on the phone. I no. This was the person who was telling us to get in line. It was the same person where I was like, I can't understand a word that they're saying. The girl with the lo- with the, the long one that hair. they said counted really fast. What? Yes, one who at least counted really fast. Yeah, so we're in a production of Cabaret right now that's going to be starting uh, 
pretty much when this episode comes out, we'll be at our first rehearsal. Yeah, I'm really, really, really excited about it. It's a dream role that I've always wanted to play. I'm playing the MC, so I pretty much just get to be myself turned up to 12. And I'm playing a Kit Kat boy. I can't remember what his name is. Victor. I'm playing Victor. Or is it Bobby? No, I'm Victor. Or is it Victor I'm and Victor. Bobby? I'm Victor because I'm the one that you get to grab their crotch on stage. Yes! And <laughs> yes, that's right. That's how, that's, that's Victor. Callbacks are fun though. I haven't done a dance call in a long time and I did a lot better than I thought I would. My friend, uh, who is the choreographer for the show, did a really good job choreographing this to make it easy to learn, but really fun and flashy and impressive to look at, like from like an audience standpoint so props to Julia for that she did really really good on yeah it was a really well-run dance call yeah yeah I mean you're used to doing professional theater so I gotta ask you what's it like delving into you know normie world like me doing community theater do I have to answer that (laughs) (laughs) no you don't have to answer that but in um, the theme of, you know, normies and uh, community theater, no, that's a bad intro yeah, to you. I, I, I work. Yeah. I make money. You make oh, money. Hold on. Before, a better transition, better transition. Okay. Um, <laughs> Jesus, we're going to be... So, so this we, just, we just got um, Christmas presents yes! from... Um, your mom, my mom, a bunch of people. That's normally what happens on and Christmas. One of the one of the presents that we got is we're gonna get to see um, Titanic or Titanic. Titanic. I I honestly don't know how it's pronounced because I know it's spelled Titan I Q U E. Titan I Q U E Titanic. But I think it's just pronounced Titanic. It's just the you know. Gay version of saying. I mean, you have seen the show before. I have. Did they seen say the, the name of the show at any point? No. Great. Never. Great. They never did. No, but it's a great show. It's um, it's a jukebox musical of Celine Dion songs, where Celine Dion hijacks a Titanic um, tour, like museum tour, and proceeds to tell the tale of Titanic from her point of view. Like she was there. Yeah, it's gonna be a ton of fun. Frankie Grande is gonna be in it. When Frankie we see Grande it. is gonna be in it. He originated the role, and he's only doing it for like two or three weeks, and we get to go see him. Yeah, as um, it's gonna be pumped. I really want to see Jackie Burns, uh, who was Alphaba on Broadway, and another Alphaba who was on Broadway, Lindsay Pierce, who was on The Glee Project. She's cool. gonna she's playing Rose. Last time I saw the show, all of those were understudies, <laughs> who were incredible. Don't get me wrong. We love our understudies, and they were mm. really good. But I just really I just really wanted to see Lindsay yeah. Pierce. Last time I was in New York, I saw uh, the MJ musical. Oh, and this I is saw... it? No, that was the movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was just called MJ. That was it. The, the, yeah, <laughs> yes, that was it. That was the name of it. <laughs> um, and I saw the understudy for MJ, and it was literally like watching Michael Jackson on stage. Was he the one who won the Tony, the understudy? I don't think so. Probably I don't think not. that's how the Tonys work. Well, what if the understudy was what if the understudy was so good that they had to acknowledge it? I don't think they have best understudy that was so good, but we don't really acknowledge it awards. Because I had a friend who walked on for Hugh Jackman in The Music Man, and he's probably going to get nominated for his incredible performance in that because Sutton Foster couldn't stop talking about how good he was. Great. <laughs> 
Anyway, we have a guest. <laughs> we do. Who you can hear. Speaking of New York. <laughs> yes, uh, the theme for our podcast guests this um, coming go around this is... This couplet. This couplet are going to be out-of-towners. People who uh, do not live in our vicinity and we were lucky enough to just kind of grab while they were in the area. So uh, I am very happy to introduce someone who I have wanted on the podcast since its inception because I figured they would be such a good guest. Uh, Another member of the summer theater camp that I worked with. I think this is the third one I'm bringing on to the podcast. Uh, She's a ball of energy. She literally commands a room when she walks in and she is wickedly talented. Gabby Lavoie. Ah! So bad on <laughs> Gabby, I, 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 I couldn't think of a better person to have on this podcast. Not because you've read a single Goosebumps book, because you haven't. But I just think you are going to make the most sporadic decisions a person possibly could make doing <laughs> Absolutely. this. Absolutely. And I think you're just going to be just a load of fun. And I, I couldn't think of a better person to just do talking head with, honestly. Thank you. I can't wait to this. This reminds me of a game my friend and I used to play called, um, shout out my friend Austin, we used to play Pretend with Dice. It's like Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Minus the dungeons, minus the dragons, plus the dice. You just, you create your, it's like improv with dice. Okay. You create your own line, you create your own vibe, and then you roll the dice and every time, you'll be like, okay, on a scale of one to ten, like, what's my outfit? And then, like, if you get a 10, then you elaborate based on... You have to be there. You so, just gotta play. You so, gotta play. It's just, so it's just mash with dice, essentially? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. It's kind of like those ones... I think ones. this is gonna be similar. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The intimacy dice of podcasting. Mm. Right? Yeah. I think, um... Yeah, I think that's going to be a great skill that's going to that's gonna help you out with this. Gabby, tell tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you what do you want the world to know about you? Oh, God. What a... What don't you want the world to know what about you? What don't I want the world to know about me? A lot. There's a lot that's hidden, and we'll keep it that way. But I guess I want the world to know that I'm that bitch. No, I'm kidding. Um, I, You're I, don't, kidding. I don't really know what to say. That was a really loaded question, and you... You put me on the spot for He's that one. He's really great with that. <laughs> yeah, that was like way too much for me to answer. What do you want the world to know about you? Uh, I want the world to know that I live to perform. Oh. And that I like karaoke and that I drive a Subaru and I have shoes that I like and I it's a lot um, yeah. I buy and sell vinyl records well I want the world to know that Adam's job is literally to interview people and he asks our <laughs> guests literally the worst questions <laughs> His job. The two things that he has to do for work is count things and ask questions. And it's two of the things that he has uh, proven time and time again on this podcast. He cannot do competently. 
god. Gabby, you just told me about a job that you recently oh, got. Yes. And I definitely want you to elaborate on that because Ryan and I both come from the world of improv. So just kind of talk to us about yeah, that. Yeah, I just got a job at the Second City Improv. In, they're opening up a Brooklyn location in Bushwick. Um, it's a huge thing in Chicago. Stephen Colbert got a start there in the box office. A lot of people a lot of people got their start there. Oh, many people. Just It's pretty much the stepping stones to get into to get into SNL. Yeah. Yeah. Or like I can see comedy giants. You I can see that's why they opened up a place in In New York. In in New York. Yeah, I know. For the quick I'm hoping one I'm gonna be so I'm gonna work in the box office slash like front desk. Um they're not even done construction. I start the ninth. They're like we're supposed to start the second, but they're not even done construction. So but I'm really hoping that like famous people come to the opening. We're in New York. Yeah. We're opening. Yeah, no, you're gonna My shining smiling face. They're gonna love me. You just gotta, you just gotta network, and I know that that's like you. Mm. You just gotta network, <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> you, you, you just, you just gotta do what you do, and I think, I think you're really gonna open a lot of doors doing this kind of, this kind of job. Thank you. Yeah. And I also just want to give a shout out. Uh, fuck. J- Don't know if you can put this in. You can cut it if you have to. Fuck. J- locations i was basically running that did not know what i was doing i'm 23 years old why was i running that business and thank you so much to the beautiful people at the second city improv for hearing me and for giving me a job can't wait to work with y'all yeah i think we can probably work with some of that (laughs) just put a lot a lot more beliefs in there Right. Just so people have no idea what we're saying. Well, no, we'll we'll keep it so that they can still figure it out if they want to. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll we'll just bleep like a little bit in a different part of each of each one. So, Gabby, you and I met when we worked at the uh, Dairyfield Repertory Theater. Mm-hmm. Literally, like I'm doxing myself. I'm cutting that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're moving. I'm moving. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll be out of here. By we'll then. be out of here by then. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> cool. It hurt. Yeah. Uh, so I'll be. Um, you and I met when we did uh, when we worked as camp counselors. Green team for life. Green baby. team for life. When you wait. Hit it. We're green. Supreme. What else is green? Winners. <laughs> That was our. That was our. I chance. tell everyone about that. I hope you know that is like my favorite memory of camp. I tell everyone <laughs> that that was a chant that we taught children that we learned that we <laughs> that we came up with in like ten seconds. Yeah, and we won that and we challenge. Won. We won that challenge. And I said to every kid, they walked off stage after that. I said, "You do not look at anyone. You do not talk to anyone. You do not touch anyone until you are sat in your seat." And they did. They yeah, delivered. You gotta keep you gotta keep the intimidation factor mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Always. If you're with kids, always. <laughs> always. I love the implication that everyone green is a winner. So like Jolly Green Giant. Exactly. A winner. Shrek, a winner. Green M M&M. M. Green M M&M, and M a winner. Alphaba, yeah. What else? Kermit is the Frog. Winners. <laughs> All winners. All winners. All winners. All winners. Yeah. So it was You were so young. <laughs> I was so young. When I got Well. Uh-uh. Sorry to DRT. I don't know if I should say this. I got hired at 17. You're not supposed to be a counselor till 18, but they hired me a year early. 
Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, say yeah. That. <laughs> so, who's that, gonna, who's that gonna hurt? No one. Exactly. But yeah, no, I was seventeen. You were so good at How the job. How old were though? you? Twenty three. I. I'm twenty three now. I was twenty one. No, oh, okay. no, I was twenty two. Okay. No, I think I might have been twenty three. I turned twenty three that summer. Okay. Oh yes, yes, yes. I turned twenty three. That's that crazy. Summer. I'm twenty three right now. That's insane. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Losing my mind at that. Wow. Yeah, it was. How old are you right now? So sorry. You can cut that. I'm 29. Ah! How old are you? <laughs> 28. Ah! You guys are almost 30. Yeah. How exciting. We, yeah. We Do you age. feel like your frontal lobe has developed? No. Oh. Okay. I also don't feel like his frontal lobe has developed. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly feel that like COVID has like melted it to mm. the point where I get that. Where I can't just. Yeah. Like... I don't know if mine will develop. <laughs> <laughs> but it it was. No, you were you were a clear, obvious choice to be a camp counselor because you worked Thank so you. well with the kids. Oh, you thanks. always wanted to like prove yourself to the older kids, and you just got along with us so much that sometimes we forgot that we were like five years your senior. Yeah, I know. Point. I was like, <gasps> it was yeah, it, yeah, no. And you were so talented too, like Beauty and the Beast. Thanks. Like you were such a good Belle. Thank you. That, that year, oh, you were so. I it, I was so happy for you to realize that year just how good you were. And I hope that being in New York, you are starting to realize that yourself. Thank you. That, like, you are a force to be reckoned with. I love you. That was so sweet. I Meanwhile, love you so that's not why we brought you here. Uh, yes. I brought you here as a guest because I think you're going to tank Ryan's numbers. <laughs> <laughs> and you're probably right. <laughs> so, uh, this is the next book we are going to be reading Give Yourself Goosebumps, number 13, Scream of the Evil Genie. Oh, fuck, I always do this. Ryan, you have something that you want to do first. I do. Well, I was just going to let you intro it and then I was going to cut you off oh wonderful i i just realized that we're doing scream of the evil genie and we brought someone on with an amazing scream we've heard it so many times already yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're in a public place i don't want my tenants to think that last, I'm not tenants. last scream you don't have tenants i don't have tenants i don't want You're not other people in the building to think that i'm getting murdered speaking of adam saying things that he doesn't really mean and things that nobody understands it's time for our segment called what, what do, you do you mean, mean? This, and is... this is where we play the music but... i don't think i have to say that every time i think we can just edit it in no. but it's probably done about now what's that supposed, supposed to, to mean <laughs> so um i i'm sure you heard this on the the episode that mm-hmm. you had listened to you listened to one of our more recent episodes but we have a segment called what do you mean mm-hmm. because Frequently, Adam says things to me, and I just have to look at him dead in the eye and say, what do you mean? Because it makes absolutely no sense, the the garbage that he has spewed to me. And so I have an instance of that for this week. Uh Okay, but in my defense, Gabby, you have been known to do that, too. (laughs) I have. We used to have Gabby quotes. My favorite one of yours was that you were giving up Food Network for Lent. (laughs) (laughs) And I did. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> or you're welcome. I don't you're know. welcome. <laughs> oh, God. So, yes, Ryan has something that he's been wanting to mention to me for, I think, the past three episodes, and we yeah. wanted to save oh, it for the God. right guests. Oh, I've, been, I've been sitting on it. Oh, okay. Um, I But sidebar, I gave up, um, I gave up spoons for Lent one year. <laughs> you're not... But I like participating. Fork. <laughs> Everything was with a fork. I just gave up spoons. Did you give up spoons? And that I, is so my, funny. My, my family was pissed. They were like, that's like, you could, that's like disrespectful. You can't give up. And I was like, 
No, it's the exact opposite. I'm making sacrifices. You That's are. No, all about. it's for real. Then my life is harder yes. for an entire month because I can't use spoons. A modern convenience. You said I'm getting rid of modern, uh-huh. reject modernity. Yeah, right, right. Like bring You're back welcome, tradition. Jesus. And yeah. you couldn't watch Food Network Star. I could Or Barefoot Contessa. Mm-mm. Yeah. And or it was a hard few months. Giada, what's her last name? Oh, Giada Googly. I don't know. Googoola. Anyways, so for this segment, I'm going to be giving a bunch of cryptic clues to Adam to help jog his memory of whatever he said that made me say, what do you mean to him? And you're just going to help him along the way. You can ask like clarifying questions. Okay. All right. Let's get this over with. So your first clue Can you imagine if I just got it immediately? You won't. Oh. You never do. You always, I say it and then you say, how am I supposed to guess it from that? Because you're going to be like, because you're going to be like, it was in the daytime. (laughs) uh, You were awake. Fine. Okay. You were awake and it was nighttime. That just kind of narrowed down because I do sleep at night. That's. (laughs) (laughs) The sun had set. I'll say that. It wasn't like middle of the night. Were we here? We were here. We were here. So we were on the couch. No. Were we um, in the kitchen? No. Were we in bed? We were in bed. We were in bed. Okay. So it was, we were about to go to sleep. Um, Were you? Maybe. We we stay up, we stay up a long time in bed. Were we just on our phones? We were. Okay. All right. Yes, we have a routine. uh, And one of us was on our phone. Were you gambling? I was not. We're not gambling. Okay. Um... Would have put that one out on the pod. No, it's com- it's common knowledge. Um, it's see. legal. Yeah, it's, it's it's legal in this state, um, in all states. All states. Is, do, is all, it? do all states legalize gambling? Yeah, well, it if, should it's, be. It's Some a, just don't a, have casinos. It's an online sweepstakes thing. Anyways, uh, okay. Um, was uh, hmm. was I online shopping? You were not. Okay. Another hint, please. Um, we were watching, uh, like, a bunch of reels. Okay, so we were just, like, scrolling through TikToks. Yep. Uh, so was this my response to something I saw? Yes. Was it one of those life hack it, videos that I was watching? No. No. It was, to clarify, your response to something that I said about something we were watching. Okay. Um, was this something, was it related to us? No. So it wasn't related to our, like, someone hadn't sent it to us. No. No, it's just something we were watching. Is this... Try try to, try to figure out what type of video it was. I was about to say, was this, is this like a type of video that we watch often, that I watch often? No. What are some... Is it porn? No. <laughs> no. No. Um, but, like, what something that... No, TikTok. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Think about things that would, like, come up, like, on a reel. Oh, like, was it, like... Common was it Was it, like, glass-shattering videos? It was not glass-shattering videos. I feel like you're getting closer, though. Was oh. it um, hydraulic press? It was not hydraulic press. Was it... It's not exactly in that vein. <laughs> <clears throat> was it, um... I, it will have to do with, like, manipulation of material. Oh, my God. Is was it... it a game? It wasn't a game, no. Was it one of those, like, zoom-in things where, like, it's, like, showing you, like, things getting broken, like, really small? No. 
I the I that could be a what do you mean on on a yeah you've never seen that <laughs> what so the like fuck? no so like they're taking like a pen a pen and they're um writing it on paper but they're zooming it in really really oh, close so you see the yes I've like, seen those yes work. yeah I did not think that that's what you just said no it's not. It, it was a crafting video that we were watching. oh so it was one of those like life hack um like no, videos it it was a craft they were making something. For its appearance. Was this the bitch who, like, put on, um, who glued, like, sandals together to make the spider? <laughs> no. Um, it, they made something that resembled food. Do you remember what it was no, yet? No, I have no idea. They made, uh, th- and this is pretty much giving it away, and if you don't get it now, I'm just gonna have to tell you. They were making snow cones. Do you remember what you said? No, he doesn't. <laughs> I think I do. Did I say something along the lines of like, why do they make those? Why nope. do you need a machine to make those? No, I'll ju- I'll just give it away. So, Gabby. Yes. We were watching this video, and they were making these mini snow cones, like uh-huh. they were tiny, and they looked so good. And so the whole time as they were making them, I was thinking like, that's not like enough for someone to eat. They were tiny, and then they said, okay, now it's time to to mix the resin so we can put it together. Oh my god. And I said, oh, now I can't eat it. And Adam said... Is there gluten in resin? <laughs> he said, why? Is is resin not gluten free? Adam, when's the last time you sat at a nice restaurant and you opened it up and said, mmm, I'm gonna have some resin-coated ice cream. Maybe it was rosin that I yeah. was thinking oh, of. Oh, yeah. He loves yes. chocolate-coated, he loves chocolate-coated <laughs> resins. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was a good one. That was a good one. Because even I, after I said that, I was like, God, that was so stupid. <laughs> it's resin. It's not gluten-free. <laughs> There's a lot of things you can't eat. Who knows? Maybe resin isn't one of them. I'll even look it up right now. Is resin gluten-free? Okay, I'm going to tell you right now, resin is probably gluten-free, but I still can't eat it. All right, I need. I still need to know. Is resin gluten-free? Siri in all caps is going Many to write. Many dental professionals <laughs> are not aware that gluten can also be present in some types of oral prosthesis and appliances, specifically those made with a popular acrylic resin. So there is resin in... There, there is, is resin, resin in gluten? Sorry, there is gluten in resin. Wow, okay, well, thank God you didn't have it. Thank so God. Care- <laughs> that would have been, that would have been a so problem careful, on two So ends. careful if you ever have to get fillings again. Make sure that they're not, um, that there's not gluten. Great. I will. Anyway, here's the book we're doing. Uh, so it is Goosebumps um, number 13, Scream of the Evil Genie. Gabby, tell me what you see on this cover. I see a can. It's like a Coca-Cola can. Don't know if I can say that. It's a red can <laughs> with green smoke coming out of it to to a fierce purple smoky eye is is coming out of the green smoke that's coming out of the can in the back we have a cityscape this could kind be of this like, could be your neighborhood honestly. this could be my neighborhood <laughs> it might be this no i'm Brooklyn. looking at it i think this is my apartment right there right there um, I mean, this came out in 1996 so my yeah. exact apartment we got a few we got a few spider webs in the back some baidu webs yeah there's okay. there's some trash there's there's stuff happening it's painting it's a, a picture city, yeah it's painting a picture 
I'm painting a picture. And as usual, there are holographics on the book cover. I kind of like this one. It's kind of almost like eyes or like almost galaxy Ooh, swirls. Oh, I see even that. Like see that. That is cool. Yeah. And the it's attention like nice, to detail in these. It's a nice teal. Yeah. Mark Nagata is the um, person who draws all of these books. And he'll sometimes hide a skull on the cover of the book. <gasps> is it like give it give things away? It's a little Easter egg? No, yeah, it's like a little Easter egg that he would do. I mean, I see his name Nagata there, but I don't think I see the skull. Go on here anywhere. Cool. Okay, so um, that is the cover of the book. So, Ryan, how about you go over the rules that we are going to be doing as we read this book? Because I think I've done it the past few times, and I think it's time that uh, you know you do this. One. But I step up to the plate. That you step up <laughs> like to a, the plate with packing, which apparently I haven't done. No. <laughs> So, each week we switch off who will be reading the story and who will be making decisions. This week, Adam will be reading the story, and Gabby is going to be making the decisions on my behalf. Which, I think she's going to crush it. Thank you. Thank you for believing in me. Adam I picked her because I, she's going to make erratic decisions. I think she's going to, I don't think she's going to overthink things, and I think that might actually go to your benefit. So, who knows? Maybe, we'll maybe, I, maybe I threw you a bone. Maybe this is a bad decision on your part wouldn't shock me. I've made a lot of them. <laughs> we will keep a cumulative tally over the course of the podcast to see once and for all who is the worst decision maker. On top of that, if a decision make maker is able to complete a book with less than three mistakes, they'll win a prize. And if they get five or more mistakes, they'll incur a penalty. Yes. And I don't think there's a penalty. This we week. don't have a penalty. We don't have prizes. Neither. No, I, I'm still waiting on my prize from the past cup from, from the mummy episode. From the mummy episode? Yeah. I only died once. Remember? I feel like I would have gotten you a prize by now, <laughs> but sure. I'll, I'll, I'll get you a prize. My Christmas present does not count as a prize. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So <laughs> there's more to that, right? No. Oh. This is the 13th time we've read this. <laughs> what do you mean, is there more to it? Uh, yeah, there probably isn't. There uh, isn't, no. So let's begin with the uh, book. Beware, do not read this book from beginning to end. When a genie named Jenna pops out of a soda can and offers you three wishes, you think all your dreams have come true. Okay, first off, slay that a genie's yeah. just named Jenna. Yeah. Jenna in a bottle. <laughs> I love that. I'm a Jenna in a bottle. But Jenna has a few tricks up her sleeve. If you don't watch out, the wishes of your dreams could turn into a nightmare. Should you wish to be rich, famous, the best looking kid around, or something else entirely? It's up to you. But when you decide, be careful. Jenna's wishes have a way of going wrong and that's probably where we should stop this page of it so that it doesn't spoil the rest of the book i mean it's gonna just tell you options that could happen but yeah oh and one more thing if you don't say your wish exactly the right way jenna will see you to your doom so just like most uh uh wish granting things you got to make sure you're thorough and you got to make sure that you were saying exactly what you want in case they you know throw a curve oh i'm gonna like this book yeah because this is gonna be the book where it's like i wish i was the hottest person in town and And then you're on fire (laughs) yeah Yeah, or everyone else is gonna be ugly and you're just gonna stay the same like like we we thought two different ways on that (laughs) yeah yeah um so you're in control of this scary adventure you decide what will happen and how terrifying the scares will be i mean it's a children's book so they're not going to get that scary although one person one one death literally had you exploding in space oh my god yeah (laughs) 
Um, so uh, start on page one, then follow the instructions at the bottom of each page. You make the choices, so take a deep breath. <gasps> Cross your fingers. And turn to page one to give yourself goosebumps. Bam, 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 bam. Anybody home? You call, charging into your house after school one day. The door banks shut behind you. I love how nothing this beginning is. We don't know where you are. We don't know what's going on. I'm home. You're just home after school one day. We don't know what time of the year it is. It could be. It could be Thanksgiving. It could be. It's during the school year. We know that. Since when do these start off like a nature documentary? They always like, never. do. They usually start that like, oh, I'm at the museum, or it's you know going to be a couple days. I kind of like this one. I like that it's ambiguous. My friends are coming to visit. Like there's normally stakes involved right now there's nothing okay you said you don't know where we are we're home it's after school one day so it's like 2 30 in the daytime and there's nobody home how much more do you want it was one one paragraph consisting of two sentences silence total silence hello mom dad anybody no answer weird you think You drop your school books on the living room table and hurry towards the kitchen. Why is there no one around? Not even your brother or sister. Okay, so we know that there's a family there. There's a brother and a sister. They're just not around. This is just weird because we're never alone when we start these. You know what I mean? There's always like a mom or a dad or a bratty little brother. Yeah, it makes for great dialogue. (laughs) (laughs) They're just going to be soliloquizing for the the rest of this uh, book. I'm going to get soliloquizy. (laughs) <laughs> you're uh, why is there no one around not even your brother or sister you've never come home and found the place empty your footsteps creak on the floor as you head for the kitchen door mom you call again nothing you feel a little creepy all alone in the house you like you feel like you yourself feel creepy like that you're creepy yeah that's like a that's a weird that's thing that's a to personal say. problem yeah no like you it's feel, more than just the house I babe. feel like you think it is a little creepy being alone yeah. in the house <laughs> yeah it feels you a little creepy you feel creepy yeah. Yeah. yeah I feel a little creepy <laughs> like ooh I can be spooky in the house now <laughs> Spooky little gremlin in the house. (laughs) Then you think of something that makes you grin. No one's here. You can do anything you want. He is a little creep. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What's he gonna do? Gabby, what would be the first thing you'd do if you found out no one was in the apartment or house? If I was, is he a boy, a little boy? He's a little boy. I would fuck a bagel. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, I've, I've. I've With said, or without cream cheese. Ooh. Heat, warmed, heated. Ooh. Well, you don't want it. I mean, I don't have a penis, so I don't know, but I would assume you wouldn't want it toasted. I would say you'd want it a little warm. You definitely want, want it toasted. warm, but you don't you want don't... it toasted. So maybe you put it in the microwave for a second. I'd say a little cream cheese. Yeah, I get the lubrication. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that was no no thought. <laughs> no, I, immediately. If I had a penis, like, that is, like, the first thing I would. I, I, a bagel. Y'all have never fucked. Have y'all ever fucked anything inanimate? Not a bagel. What have you fucked? Um, I don't know if I want to say this. Um, no, I haven't fucked anything. <laughs> Bold faced lies. Nothing that I can say on this podcast. Well, I one time okay. I used to always say in high school, like if I was a boy, or whatever, I'd do that, and I said that once, a bagel. and then yeah. some boy right after told me. He was like, you said that, and I got curious, and I did it. And he said... Did he like it? I'd probably never do it again, he said. Yeah, especially if it was like an everything bagel, because that's just messy. Oh, ooh. Yeah. And your holes? Yeah. But 
I can't. I'm gluten free. Well, the, <laughs> what do you mean in your hole? What do you mean in your holes? The bagel's not the top in this situation. <laughs> no, no, I know your penis. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, like yeah. Your seeds. Your urethra. Or I would, or or, or or a Boston cream donut. But I think a bagel holds a better hole. Anyway, let's get off of this. <laughs> so let's see what this little creep is going to do when they're home alone. Time to raid the refrigerator. Oh, no! Oh, no! Everything in sight. <laughs> you zoom into the kitchen and yank open the refrigerator. door. The refrigerator. door? Yes, it's packed. There's some leftover oh, pizza, God. a whole container of nacho cheese sauce, chocolate cake, a big bottle of fruit punch, Two six packs of cola and fried chicken legs. Not the chicken legs. <laughs> not the chicken legs. Oh god, please, not the chicken legs. You're reaching for some cake when something catches your eye. Hey, did one of those cola cans move? Okay, yep, so it is a non non-sponsored cola. I was gonna mm-hmm. say non-denomination again. <laughs> Non-church affiliated cola. They better be because they're they're not they're gonna about, be holy after this. They're about to see things that they <laughs> they don't wanna see. You stare at the Coca-Cola can. Oh, fuck, no. You stare at the cola can. (laughs) Nothing happens. It's only a can of soda, you tell yourself. The silence must be getting to you. You grab the cola from the six-pack, along with some chips and a slab of chocolate cake. Why not? You don't usually have a chance to pig out like this. Then you head for the family room. You flop down on the couch in front of the TV. No battle over the remote today. Where is everybody anyway, you wonder again. You flip up the tab of the cola can to open it. Instantly, you hear the fizzy gas escaping. Whoa, the fizzing won't stop. You shove the can away from you, holding it out away from your body. The can must have been shaken up. A fine, wet spray shoots out all over you. Okay, now it's just... I know, we don't even have to try. The the, the book is just giving it to us. Then a cloud of... The can is giving it to him. Yeah. <laughs> a fine wet spray shoots out all over you. Then a cloud of misty white gas begins escaping from the can. Your eyes widen as the cloud grows bigger and bigger. It fills the room like a giant mushroom ca- cloud. Your mouth opens open in awe. Something else is coming out of the can. Something alive! Go to page three. With a loud hissing sound, a ghostly life-size woman squeezes out of the cola can and floats in front of you. All right, what would, Gabby, I'm going to ask you for the first one. What what would a, a female genie sound like? Who came out of a can? Jennifer came... Coolidge. <laughs> are you, are you, are, oh. do you have a Jennifer Coolidge? Oh, thank you. I just, I needed a little inspiration for it. I don't, it's not the best. Sorry, these gays, these gays are trying just, to murder me. Uh, I, I, I'm thinking Jennifer Coolidge. Just say you want a hot, but as a genie yeah that works yeah i think that this is the voice all right there we go ouch she exclaims she shakes herself off like a wet dog the mist scatters around her oh that heart (laughs) i'm living for this this for another second she hovers above the coffee table her form is thin and airy like a hologram then she suddenly becomes solid she drops to the ground and lands on her two feet with a thud Hi, she greets you. What's up? You don't answer her. You can't. You're too shocked to make your mouth move. Instead, you stare at the amazing person standing in your family room. She's got spiky red and purple hair and five earrings. Our gay icon. Okay. (laughs) She's wearing a fuzzy, short black sweater and baggy blue jeans with black combat boots. Wait, this is... (laughs) 
she she's went, giving. Yeah, she went to she went to Buffalo Exchange. Like, she's <laughs> like, she really is like a Brooklyn a Brooklyn lesbian. Yeah, a Bushwick girl. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm talking to you. She yells. Go on to page four. Uh, hi. You answer. You're too surprised to say much else. She's cool, you think, watching her strut around as if she owns the place. Definitely cool. Nice place. Sort of. She exclaims with a snorty kind of laugh. (laughs) She flops down in a big stuffed chair across from you, stretches her legs out, and lets her combat boots fall on the coffee table with a clunk. She flashes you a big smile. Okay, let's get to the chase. She rattles off. My name's Jenna. Like Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> <laughs> we even read that her name was Jenna at the beginning, and I guess we manifested that. I'm a genie, and I've got three wishes. Well, you've got three wishes. And you've got three wishes. She's going to give you three wishes. I have hepatitis. <laughs> you have three wishes. Boom, boom, boom. Whatever you want. Three things. Fame, fortune, a giant bag of diamond rings, you name it. Except I don't do windows. Wait, what? <laughs> As in you can't wish for new windows. I, I guess so. <laughs> I don't do windows. Yeah. Like she doesn't clean them or she doesn't like, make them? Oh, but probably she doesn't clean windows. Oh. Except I don't do windows. And I don't do guns, knives, or death. Mm. Good children's book. Yep. If you want to off someone, get another genie. Got that? Like off someone? Like whack off someone or whack someone? No, off someone. Whack off is a different meaning. Yeah, yeah. It's a different meaning. <laughs> oh, what, what are you going to make me do? Whack a guy? Off a guy? Whack off a guy? Because I'm married. Silence. <laughs> yeah, she pops someone a bagel. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You mutter, finding your voice. So, what's it gonna be? Make your first wish. She insists. That's your part. Go, oh, that's right. She (laughs) insists. Go on to page five. Now, before you can ask one of the zillion questions swimming around in your brain, Jenna snaps her fingers. Oops. Wait. She cries. There's something I forgot to tell you. The most important part. When you want to make another wish, you've got to open the cola can again. Then, whoosh, I'll pop out and say, what's up? And we can boogie from there. Got it? No. You shake your head hard. I don't get any of this. How did you get into that can in the first place? And how can I open it again if it's already open? And how can you come out again? You're already out. She's already out. (laughs) It's a genie thing. Jenna explains with a toss of her head. Believe me, I'll be in there. Take my word for it. You're too astonished to argue with her. Is this for real? Okay, hurry up. Jenna says. Make a wish. I don't have all day. And Gabby, we've obviously come to the big decision in this book. And this might be the biggest decision we've ever had to make in a Goosebumps book, in a choose your own, make your own decision book. Because you have four choices I that have you can make. I four choices, and I, th- I think I know which one I'm going with. Well, do you wish to be a big celebrity? Do you wish to be the richest kid in the world? Do you wish to be the best-looking kid in the world? Or do you wish for something else besides money, fame, or good looks? I could wish for world peace. <laughs> However. I don't think that's an option. No, not an option. Oh, okay. Not an option. Well, it said if you wish for something else. So that could be. But anyway, you know what? I'm going to wish to be a celebrity, because if you're a celebrity, it doesn't matter if you're good-looking. 
and it doesn't matter if you're rich because you can work your way up. You already have the status to get yourself rich, and it doesn't matter if you're good-looking. Everyone already wants to fuck you. Spoken like a true <laughs> hungry artist. <laughs> who, need, who needs bagels when you're a celebrity? Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Uh, so um, this is absolutely going to be called the bagel episode. <laughs> so uh, let's turn to page 73. I got fired from a bagel store once. Did you try to? <laughs> no, no, no. I was. Well, you I would, got fired for natural reasons. For for I would get high before, and I would go at five a.m. and I was too slow. He said I was too slow, and he fired me. I only worked there for four days. Did you lick the bagels? No, no. not Ariana Grande. <laughs> yeah. All right. You, would you like your bagel for here to get off? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to go away. Uh, so let's make you. We're gonna make you famous. We're gonna you're make gonna you be famous. A star. You're gonna be a big star. Uh, I guess I want to be famous. You tell Jenna. That's cool. Jenna smiles. <laughs> she jumps up from the chair and paces around your family room. I can picture it. You're huge. You're recognized wherever you go. Your face on every magazine cover in the universe. Then she stops in the middle of the room and stares at you. She's chewing bubble gum and she blows a big bubble. Suddenly, I guess. <laughs> but like, what kind of fame is? She asks you. I mean, do you want to be a major celebrity movie star TV thing? Or how about a famous sports star? Or what? Uh, any of that stuff would be great. You reply quickly. Well, it's your wish, kiddo. She snaps her bubble gum in your face. Pick. So in the 90s, you could only be two types of stars. You could either be a sports star or a movie star. Do you want to be a movie? Oh, sorry, movie TV. So you, bran- you branch out. I branch out. out. You branch out. Yeah. So, uh, obviously I'm a movie TV star. Obviously. I'm not going to be a sports star. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to turn to page 85 and you're going to be a movie TV star. A movie star, you decide, or TV star. It doesn't matter. Uh, uh, it really does matter. <laughs> it does matter. Because if you are a movie star, you're A-list. If you're a TV star, well, I mean, things are changing. Yeah, things, things are changing. changing. Things are changing. Well, who would you say is an A-list TV star? I don't know. Well, who's like, maybe, maybe like. I don't know. That's hard. That's what I'm saying. Movie stars, you know a movie star, but a TV star, someone that's consistently in good TV, you don't know them as much. But usually if you're in good TV, you've already already done done movies. movies. Like Pedro Pascal, like in Last of Us, he was in movies before that. But for a while, people weren't doing TV like that. It was like movie stars and. Game of Thrones. All those Mm. people who were in Game of Thrones, most of them hadn't been in movies or anything before Mm. and they were A-list. I was thinking like Kaylee Cuoco. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Has yeah. she done movies? No, I'm sure. I'm sure big. she's been in things. Yeah, she's done voice acting. Yeah. I wouldn't call <laughs> nothing her impressive. A-list. Oh yeah, she. I also wouldn't call her a list. Well, what about Sheldon? Um, but, uh, Young Sheldon. <laughs> oh my god, why am I? Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. You mean my least favorite television show? I know, but I, both of them for me. <laughs> well, like. My dad always says something is either funny or Big Bang funny, and when he says something <laughs> is Big Bang funny, he means something that like the masses laugh at and is just not funny. Yeah, I love Big Bang Theory. And My dad the, used to love it, and it is the favorite. one sticking point that like he, <laughs> it's like the one thing that I keep going back to that was like, oh, but he likes Big Bang Theory, so like <laughs> it's your one red flag. <laughs> it's one red flag. He's a ten, but he likes Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay, so say it. Jenna demands, still snapping her bubble gum at you. I can't give you your wish until you talk the talk. Say the words. Genie rules. Got it? 
Oh, sure. You answer. Okay, um... You close your eyes. Out of habit. You always close your eyes when you make a wish. Oh, it's something you do often. <laughs> Character development. We've got a wistful person. Wanderlust. I wish I had more fuckable breakfast food. <laughs> Granted. I... Oh, nope. Wrong voice. Um, I wish I was a famous TV star. You mumble softly. Whoosh! You hear a hissing sound, then feel a burst of steam, or smoke, or something. When you open your eyes, you find that the whole room is filling up with a white cloud. You can't see a thing as you start to cough. You can't breathe! It's the smoke, it's filling your lungs, it's going to smother you. She tricked me, you think, as you struggle and gasp for air. The genie tricked me! I would just like to say, I would have not picked TV star, I would have picked movie star. Because then me and Timothy Chalamet, even though I'm a little boy in this. You're still, you're still, you're still on the Chalamet train? I wasn't for a while. And you know what? Once he started dating Kylie, I was like, oh, you're not who I thought you were. Like, you're dating a billionaire. Okay, but now, we're just different. But now that he's Wonka, you're like. Exactly. Everyone's back on him. And I'm like, oh, got out of a relationship. I'm like, mm, we're meant to be. He was, he was still a huge star. He did Dune. He like. No, got, he was a huge star. No, 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 no. He almost won an Oscar for well, that. Well, I was in a relationship. And so I was like, no, it's not Timmy. He's not the one. <laughs> like, please. And then I got out and I was like, oh no, it's always been Timmy. It's always been Timmy. It's always been Timmy. And once we meet, oh, it's going to be electric. I have never seen a Timothy Chalamet movie. Not one. Do you hear the silence in the air, folks? <laughs> <laughs> what? No. You haven't, haven't seen Call Me By Your Name? I saw, like, that scene. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the credits where he's just crying looking at the fireplace oh, I thought while you Army Hammer decides not to peach. eat him. No. <laughs> this is just um, the fuck your food episode. No, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I saw that scene, but, like... Beautiful I Boy? That's a good one. That's a heart heart wrench. Is that one. the one with Shia LaBeouf? Is he in that with him? No, Steve Carell. Steve Carell. I don't think they're doing anything. Um, honestly, the I rest didn't... of his... I didn't see. I didn't see Lady Bird. Or... Oh, Lady Bird's so good. You I gotta see Lady Bird. I didn't see Little Women. Not even for him. Oh, Little Woman. What else? What else was he in? Nothing important. My friend. My well, my those friend, were all the tops. Well, my friend Joel was telling me that like we need to have like a Chalamet verse like movie marathon and it just never happened. Chalaverse. Chalaverse. Love it. Chalaverse. Sh- that's, that's what he calls himself in bed. Chalaverse top. It's <laughs> <laughs> the real Chalaverse bottom. <laughs> Turn to page 120. (laughs) See, I knew having you on was a good idea. (laughs) Finally, slowly, the smoke fades away. When it's gone, you suck in a big breath of fresh air. Then you glance around. Wow! You're sitting in a fancy Hollywood dressing room in front of a makeup mirror. Is this my dressing room? Am I famous? Your heart beats extra fast as you jump up, run out of the dressing room, and look at the door. Yes! There's a gold star painted on it, and under the star is your name! Thank you, Jenna! You cry. Thank you, thank you, thank you! For a minute, you wonder where Jenna is, but you're too excited to worry about it. I'm a star! You practically shout as you dance back in the dressing room. I'm famous! Please, I'm a star! You throw open the closet doors in your dressing room. You can't wait to see what kind of fancy clothes a big TV star wears. What you discover makes your stomach flip-flop. No way. You murmur, shaking your head. This can't be right. No way! You're Gary Busey. (laughs) (laughs) 
Or you're like a woman now. I was thinking maybe you're a woman. You're I was Celine like, oh Dion. God, where are we going with this? Uh, turn to page 56 and find out. Yeah, what's the... Or you're like, you're like O.J. Simpson. <laughs> and you're about to like, <laughs> go on the run. You're O.J. Simpson you just murdered. <laughs> no. <laughs> you stare into the dark dressing room closet. Something green and pink stares back at you. A green and pink Wilfred costume. Not Wilfred. You hate Wilfred. Okay. Who's Wilfred? We need to quick, quick look up. Was Wilfred a real thing or is this just like a fake TV show that the story is well, doing? I, so when I saw that at first, I thought it was talking about- The dog? The dog. Oh, the one with the hot dog guy? The guy in the dog costume? It was the accent. I thought he was hot. The guy in the dog costume? And Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood was hot in it too. Because it was Elijah Wood and the Australian guy who was in the dog costume. Are we just learning that Wilfred was your sexual awakening? <laughs> no, I've already told you that um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan from uh, Grey's Anatomy was my dean, was my sexual awakening. Mm. Yeah. You remember? Den- Denny, not Denny. D- Denny. Do you watch Grey's Anatomy? No. No? The guy who needed a heart replacement? Oh, he's, he's no. so hot. He's also, um, he's also, n- um, n- n- not Nagel. Nigel? Nah. Negan. No, Negan in um Negan in a Walking Dead. Wilfred. It's not gonna be real. Nineties. Well, it's in, it's in, um, it's in italicies. Wilfred. Talking Dragon. (laughs) I need to know. What if it's from um? I need to know. That one, the turtle, the stones. The one with the dragons. The Manhattan Toy Company. Oh, um, Dragon Tales. Yes. (laughs) Oh, that one was so good. It's not real. I'm telling you, it's, it's not, not real. real. Okay. okay, it's not real. Okay, no, not Wilfred. You hate Wilfred. Wilfred is the worst TV character ever invented. He's a huge green and pink talking dragon, the star of a stupid pre-coolers. <laughs> pre-cooler. Yeah. This is when they were l- lame before they became cool. You're doing a pre-cool. <laughs> stupid spree. <laughs> stupid spree. It's my my six-pack before I chill it. <laughs> stupid preschoolers TV show. It's just Barney. What's that doing in there, you wonder? I never wished for a Wilfred costume. A sharp knock interrupts your thoughts. The door swings open. A pretty blonde woman clutching a clipboard steps into the room. Time to get into your costume, Wilfred babe. She tells you. We've got a live audience of four-year-olds, and they're just dying to get their peanut butter and jelly smeared hands all over you. You shake your head with horror. No, it can't be. You're not Wilfred, are you? Me? You ask. Who else? The young woman asks. You're the star. Well, Wilfred, babe, it's showtime. What do you say? Gabby, are you going to try being Wilfred for a while, or are you going to get out of there right now by making another wish? Listen. Remember, you only have I'm three wishes. I'm a hustler. Wishes. You're going to do I'm it? I'm a hustler. I'm going to do it. You're I'm gonna... sorry. I'm, I'm not just going to quit. I asked for fame. I have given, I've been given fame. It doesn't matter that it doesn't come in the package that I wanted it to. I have been given fame. I will deliver. This is going to be your origin story. You're going to. I'm going to be Wilfred. Yeah. But you're going to, you're, you'll get noticed. You'll get discovered. Uh, yep. Okay. You tell the young woman with the clipboard. I'll get into my costume. Just give me a minute. Don't you want some help? She asks, sounding surprised. You shake your head. No, I-, I can do it myself. Boy, were you wrong. <laughs> For the next 20 minutes, you struggle to get into the pink and green dragon suit. It's a joke. A really bad joke. The body part of the costume is stiff, hot, and hard to zip up. And the head? It's so heavy, it's like wearing a blanket. What? 
Like on your head? Yeah, that's not heavy. That's not. Yeah, I think it means it's so hot. Who wrote this? Maybe uh, it's like wearing like an entire comforter. <laughs> oh, oh okay. like on your head? Yeah, like wrapped around it. Finally, you stumble out onto the soundstage to face a mob of antsy, squirming preschoolers. They clap and chant as soon as they spot you. Wilfred! 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 You never knew four-year-olds could be so loud. The TV lights are even hotter than the lights in your dressing room. Sweat trickles into your eyes. You try to blink away the sting, but it doesn't help. The headpiece isn't only hot and heavy, it's also much too big for you. It keeps slipping and sliding around, banging into your nose. Sometimes the eye holes don't line up with your eyes. You can't stand it! You rip the costume head off. Uh-oh. Big, big mistake. mistake. <laughs> big. Huge. No. Turn to page 113 oh, no. and uh, the kids are gonna be like, He's no, dead! Really. Decapitation. No! A wail fills the studio. You glance at the audience. Oops. As far as those four-year-olds are concerned, Wilfred is a real dragon, their hero, and you just ripped his head off right in front of them. <laughs> this is horrific. This is And I ruined lives. This is traumatizing. Today. I ruined lives. You paid for you paid for you paid for therapists to like you pay for therapists to, like pay their like <laughs> their their uh their tuition for college. What? That took a while. What? What the fuck did that? You paid off student loans for for, thera- for therapists so that they could go into therapy. No, after they went into therapy, I tried to say something clever and it didn't wait, work. No, no, wait, 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 we got it. I'm giving the therapist a big sign-on bonus once. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> you want this? The, the the therapy industry is getting more money because you ripped off the head of yes. the dragon. The noise in the studio is <laughs> deafening. You realize you aren't only hearing upset, crying, screaming kids. You're hearing screaming, angry parents. You terrified my Clara! A father bellows. You killed Wilfred! A child weeps. What kind of cruel nut are you? Demands a furious mom in the front row. She takes a step towards you. They all take a step towards you. Back up on page 50. Oh god. Yeah, you're about to get like... Mauled. Mauled by the Karens. Those angry parents seem ready to tear your head off, and they're coming closer. I'm sorry. You try to explain. But it was so hot and- All at once, the group of grown-ups rush straight at you. Yikes! You whirl around and run through the studio. Grab Wilfred! Oh my god! Grab, Grab Wilfred! Wilfred! The parents chant. They chase you through the dark backstage area and then down the maze of hallways leading to your dressing room. You spot your dressing room door. You reach out for the doorknob when a mother with long red fingernails grabs your costume. Got him! He, she cheers. You hear a ripping sound as you wriggle out of her grip. You yank open the door up to the dressing room and slam it shut. Luckily, it has a lock. Outside, the angry parents pound on your door, shouting at you. Come out of there! We're gonna get you what you deserve! Inside, you close your eyes and quickly make another wish. But you're so hot and nervous, you can't think. So you just whisper the first thing that comes into your head. Turn to page 77. See what you're gonna wish for. I wish I was far away from here. You murmur. Anywhere but here. Nothing happens. Come on, Jenna! You whisper. Where are you? You look up at the ceiling, glancing at the corners. You gaze all around the dressing room. Oh, Jenna! You call. Nothing. Nothing. Did she lie to me about giving me three wishes, you wonder? Am I going to be stuck as Wilford forever? Then you remember, the cola can! Jenna warned you, there's no way to make a wish without that can. You think hard, trying to remember. Where was the can last time you had it? You close your eyes, trying to picture it. Let's see. 
Jenna was pacing the room and you snap your fingers. That's it, the cola can was on the coffee table in your family room. Then you made your wish and poof, you were here. Now the question is, did the can travel with you when your wish came true? Is it hidden in your dressing room somewhere or is it back where you left it in your family room? Gabby, if you think the can is still back at your family house, turn to page 103. If you think it's in the dressing room somewhere, turn to page 108 or eight or tough. 82. I also would just like to point out that it says, am I going to be stuck as Wilfred forever like he morphed into the body of Wilfred? Take the costume off, babes. No, I think it means, like, that's your and job now. No, okay. I mean, no, he, we're but, fired. But, no, but, like, <laughs> We're not Wilfred is, either yeah. way. And we're not breaking out a bit, we're not breaking out either. Like, it's going to be, like, deranged lunatic <laughs> rips off head and traumatized 12-year-old boy is Wilfred. Okay. I think the can is back at our house. So you're going to go back home. I think we're going to go back home. All right. I hope I'm right. So turn to page turn to page 103. The cola can must still be on the table in your family room. You quickly change out of that goofy costume. Well, not the go- not goofy <laughs> costume, the goofy costume. You sneak out of a side door to a parking lot. A long white Jaguar convertible is parked just outside. The driver smiles at you and gives you a nod. Hmm, you think is that my car? Well, you are a star. Maybe it is. You stroll over to the car and fling open the back door. You hop in. Take me home. You tell the driver. You rattle off your address so he'll know where to go. Huh? The driver says, looking puzzled. But that's not where you live. Uh Uh-oh. You live in Beverly Hills, in a big mansion. Beverly Hills, where the rich and famous live? Then you realize, that must be your new house. Now that the genie granted your wish and you're a big star. No, no, no. You tell him. I want to go to my old house and step on it. So, Wilfred's making the big bucks, apparently. Yeah. Uh Because Wilfred's living in Beverly Hills. Yeah. (laughs) And we're about to break into some some other family's home. Yeah. (laughs) Eventually, the white convertible pulls up in front of your old house. The one you lived in until about an hour ago. Okay, so we're in Beverly Hills, apparently, because eventually you drove back to Bedford. Or you drove back to New Hampshire. Oh, my God. The one you lived in until about an hour ago. You leap out of the car and race to the front door, hoping that the cola can will be right where you left it, but the front door is locked. Hey, Mom, Dad, let me in! You cry, pounding on the door. No answer. Let me in! You scream, jerking the door handle as hard as you can. You peer in the windows, and your heart almost stops. The place is empty. Bare. All of the furniture is gone. You glance over at the garage and gasp. No cars, no lawnmower, no bikes, no gardening tools. Empty. Everything your family ever owned is gone, just vanished. Then you notice a sign in the front yard. You barely saw it when you pulled up. Now you whirl around and stare at it. For sale. Turn to page 97. You don't live here anymore. For sale? Did your parents move without you? Then it dawns on you. Maybe your whole family has moved with you to Beverly Hills. Now that you're famous. Which means the cola can is gone. Not sure what else to do. You climb back into your car. Take me back to the TV studio. You instruct the driver. Maybe the cola can is there, you think. Maybe there's some way the can travels with you when the genie grants a wish. Good theory. And guess what? You're right. All right. (laughs) No harm, no foul. (laughs) The cola can is sitting in your dressing room right this very moment. It's in a mini bar in the corner of your room. Too bad you're not there right now. Too bad there's so much traffic on the freeway. When you pull into the studio parking lot an hour later, you see Murphy, the guy who holds cue cards on your TV show. (laughs) 
He's standing in the middle of a crowd, showing off his new Ferrari. That's strange, your driver says. Murphy didn't have a Ferrari when he came into work this morning. He's not rich. Then you notice a cola can in Murphy's hand. Turn to page 55. Uh... He got your odd parents, fairly odd parents. Your eyes focus in on the cola can in Murphy's hand. He's clutching it as if it's made of solid gold. Not drinking it, just holding it, and standing next to his Ferrari. It's your cola can! You just knew it! Hey! You call from the convertible. That's my cola can! But the minute Murphy sees you coming, he hops in the Ferrari and speeds off. Looks like your wishes just hit the road, and unless you want to squeeze back into that pink and green dragon costume, maybe you better do the same thing. The end. So... Well, my ass is squeezing back into that pink and green dragon costume. Bad decision. So, the last (laughs) decision that you're going to make is that the cola can is in the dressing room. Okay. And it literally did say it was in the dressing room. So, what page was that on, Ryan? Good question. I'm looking right now. I believe it's page... Nope. Page nope. Page nope. Page no. Page no. Page no. Page yes. Page no. Page no. Page, no. Page, okay, movie star, okay, 85. Don't look at your phone like you're thinking that this no, took a long I was, time. No, I was oh. just seeing it. 77, all right. So okay. you are going to think it's in the dressing room somewhere. Turn to page 82. Ah! You decide to search for the cola can in the dressing room. It's got to be around here somewhere. You start searching the drawers and closets, yanking open one after another. No Finally, you notice a small wood paneled cabinet in the corner of the room. It's the right shape and size to be a mini refrigerator. You dash over and flip open the door. Yes! It's filled with bottles of juice, bottles of sparkling water, and cans of cola. Just what you're looking for. You pull out the cola can and flip open the top. The soda can sprays you lightly in the face. That was a really good one. Thank you. What, the spray? Yeah, Yeah, it ended with the... Yeah. It's just a soft drink. No genie. (laughs) You grab another can and another one. More carbonated beverages hit you in the face. Why are you aiming them at your face? (laughs) (laughs) Why are they hitting you? Jenna? (laughs) Jenna? (laughs) He's shaking them right before. He's doing his... He's just just trying to repeat what he did before. (laughs) That's it. More carbonated beverages hit you in the face. No, Jenna. There's only one can of cola left in the back of the mini fridge. What are the chances? Your heart starts to sink. I don't know. Turn to page 22. Let's hope this is the one. You clutch the can of cola tightly in your left hand. With your right... You quickly snap open the lid. With a fizzing, hissing sound, a huge cloud of vapor escapes from the can. It grows bigger and louder, filling the room. Then a frightening figure squeezes out of the can and floats in front of you. Jenna? You gasp when you see her. The genie, I'm, the Jenna, the genie hovers <laughs> above you, a nasty grimace twisting oh no. her face. She looks so different. Her hair is more spiky and more colorful. Harsh red, glaring blue, angry green. Instead of a fuzzy sweater and jeans, she's wearing black leather from head to toe. The metal stud sticking out all over her jacket looks as if she could cut you. She's in her um, Born This Way era. (laughs) Her reputation era. The metal studs sticking out all over her jacket look as if they could cut you. The black leather pants are draped with heavy chains. Her huge black boots have sharp metal points on the toes. Instead of greeting you with her cheery, What? Ah! She growls or hisses like a cat. Her teeth are sharp and pointed too. She narrows her eyes and gives you a mean glare. Honestly, I think she needs a voice change. Yeah, I think she needs a voice change. I don't know. Mm, mm, mm. Um, 
Corella Deville, but I don't know. Like, can you do Corella Deville? Oh, I do not know what she sounds like. Me Darling, just, yeah, like, ooh, catch or do you know Glenn Close as uh, Corella Deville? That's I know less of what you're talking about now. Just sound like you're rich and have money and are just and looking oh, down. Oh. Old money. Mm. Money. So. Oh, perfect. She snaps. What do you think you want this time, smart mouth? Answer her on page 41. Uh, I... I just w- w- want to get out of here. You stammer. Turn into Carol Lyon. You stumble backwards when Jenna growls at you. Why is she scaring you? I don't have all day. Jenna snarls, popping her bubble gum. You want a wish? Make it. All right, take it easy, you think. Just give me a chance. But you're too nervous to think straight. You had a few good wishes planned out until Jenna arrived. Now that she's being so mean to you, you can't remember any of them. So you open your mouth and you say the first thing that pops into your head. I wish I was somewhere else far away from here. You blurt out. Uh-oh, are you sure that's the wish you wanted? <laughs> no, this is not gonna go well. Get your wish on page 12. Whoosh! A burst of smoke blinds you. You feel yourself hurtling through space. Wait! You cry out, but it's too late. When the spinning and tumbling finally stop, a cool, refreshing breeze blows on your face. Your eyes pop open and you shake your head to clear it. Wow! You cry out, excited. The beach! You hear a soft lapping sound, the sound of water gently... (laughs) (laughs) That's what it says. I guess that's soft. The sound of water gently licking the shore. Cool island breezes blow through your hair. A salty smell fills your nose. You shield your eyes from the sun and squinting to take in the fabulous scene before you. Sand, palm trees, rocks, aqua blue water so clear you can see the brightly colored fish darting just beneath the surface. This is great, you think. I love the beach. Then you glance behind you, besides you, all around. Besides you? There's nobody here. No one beside you. (laughs) There's nobody here. No one. No genie. No nothing. The place seems deserted. You are totally alone. 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 In the universe. (laughs) Go to page 23. I love that musical. Oh, so good. Bring Susical back. I want to be. Oh, Susical. Maisie LeBird. Oh, 100%. Come on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or a bird girl. I'd be a bird girl. I mean, I have a little bit too much star power to be a bird girl. But... I think you'd be a good. <laughs> I think you'd be a great Gertrude, honestly. No, I'd love to be Gertrude too. Put me in it. I've never been in fucking Susical. I've been in it four times. Well, I'm jealous. I've choreographed it twice too. Oh my god, your choreography was really good with the year two production. If anyone saw the Darefield Repertory Theater 2016 production of Susical. Was it 2016? What year was it? I don't know. I just made that up. I was in college then. It's like 2018. 2018 production. Were you Were you part of that? Were you no. directing that? What were you doing? Some probably with the little kids. Was it Was it um we Was it monsters? Was it Little Mermaid? Oh, maybe it might have been. It might have been no. Little Mermaid. Because we did we did two shows together. We did High School Musical and we did Guys and Dolls. Guys and Dolls and listener guys and puzzles we would fight mess. y'all don't even know like we would we would we would we would get into these we were we would choreographer yeah and we would have very creative differences and we would just stare at each other in front of all these kids and just be like i don't like well that. i guess that's fine yeah yeah sure we can do that sure 
Have you seen Theater Camp? You buy that because the, <laughs> <laughs> she just described exactly my attitude when no, I don't agree yeah. with you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> sure. Every whatever. Day. We'll do it. No, literally, yeah. that was... Okay. Whatever. <laughs> and I have not seen Theater Camp. I want to. You have to watch I know, it. Because, like, it was our lives. Yes, it was our lives. It was our lives. Yeah. No, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Okay. You race to the water's edge, then start jogging along the beach to see where it leads. You figure you'll eventually find a resort or something. <laughs> it's that kind of beach. little boy. You spot footprints in the sand, then you realize that they're yours. You've run in a big circle. You back, you're back where you started. It's an island! A deserted island! You flop down on the beach and sit straight back up. There's a rustling sound in the trees behind, beside, beside... Fuck, I can't say behind or beside or... Bleh. Especially not below. <laughs> Not blah. There's a rustling sound in the trees behind you. Maybe you're not as alone on this island as you thought. Thick trees hung with dense vines and brightly colored fruit. Thick hung. <laughs> Thick trees hung with dense vines and brightly colored flowers crowd the middle of the island. It looks like a small dark jungle. Hello? You call out. Anybody here? The trees stop rustling. You listen hard, but the lapping of the waves make it difficult to hear. I'll make that sound while you do this next thing. Hello! You shout, cupping your hands to your mouth. <laughs> I know, that was a terrible line reading of that. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> that was like um, the, the Dane Cook sketch, the car alarm. Hello! Hello. I'm, a, I'm car. a car! Oil is my blood! blood. Yeah. Seed belts. Trains. We're on different verses of the joke. <laughs> Nothing. And then you hear a roar, an animal roar. Gabby, are you going to look for a place to hide? Or maybe do you think it's better off staying where you are? You'd hate to get lost or worse. So are you going to look for a place to hide or stay put? I'm going to look for a place to hide. What the fuck? I don't know. The book is really making it sound like I you sh- shouldn't. Okay, maybe no, no, I shouldn't. No, no, no maybe no, no, I shouldn't. No, 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 no. Uh... I mean, Ryan... If I don't go, I feel... Or maybe you're better off staying where you are. You'd hate to... That's so condescending. You'd hate to get lost or worse. If you stay... All right, let's stay put, I guess. Final answer? Yeah, let's stay put. All right, we're going to stay put. Well, Adam influenced this one. (laughs) What decision would you have made, Ryan? Um, I I probably would have gone with the initial thing. I probably would have hid. You would have hid? Yeah. At least on the beach, you have a clear view all around you. You have a better chance of escaping from something in the open. You go to the water and the beach. Yeah. I guess. And besides, you reassure yourself, if something horrible happens, you still have one more wish left. You can still use it to save yourself. I think this was the right decision. Okay. Well, if you're stuck on a deserted island, you might as well try to enjoy yourself. You run down to the water and splash around in the waves for a while. So what, we're just going to ignore the, the <laughs> yeah. water? It's like, mm, it didn't happen again. I'm safe. The water is bright, clear blue, cool, but not cold. Beautiful orange and black striped fish dart away from your feet. Everything would be perfect, except for the rustling and the roaring sound coming from the jungle. That keeps moving closer. Okay, so we're not just burying our heads in the sand. (laughs) What? I'm just laughing at the next line. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty soon you realize that you're dying of thirst. (laughs) That just snuck up on you. But now you're afraid to come out of the water, afraid of the beasts in the jungle. And as far as you can see, there's not a thing to drink in sight. 
No fresh babbling brook. No cooler full of lemonade. No cola machines. Hold it a minute! You sputter, realizing something. Cola! Where's the can of cola with this genie in it? Is that, Bless is, you. Am I Dora the Explorer now? Cola! <laughs> like my pussy tastes like. Pepsi Cola. Well, just generic cola. My pussy tastes like, like generic cola. <laughs> Do you know that song, Ryan? No. Lana oh, Del Rey. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's such a good song. My pussy tastes like Pepsi Cola. Uh, Without that can, I'll never get off this island. You moan. Oh. I'm sure someone on Survivor said that. Without <laughs> that can, I'll never get off this island. You moan. Go on to page 91. You've only had one death so far. Knock on wood, you're doing pretty well so far. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The cola can. Where is the cola can? As if in answer to your silent question, roars come echoing out of the jungle again. It sounds as if the beast has moved to the trees at the very edge of the beach. What kind of beast is it, you wonder? Oh, sidebar? Off the record. Can we go to Applebee's after this? Sure. <laughs> Time and place, yes. Adam. <laughs> Time and place. Sucking dick and cock. <laughs> <laughs> At my birthday party. See, I told you people would get it if, <laughs> if the reference. I don't made. know. I don't understand any references ever, <laughs> unless I make them. Oh my god! Time and place. Uh, your heart starts to pound wildly. Your blood pumps so hard in your veins you can feel it throbbing in your neck. You've got to find that cola can. What am I supposed to do now? You whisper <laughs> as you realize you had to me, 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 me. Talking to yourself out loud makes you feel a little less scared, so you decide to keep it up. Think, stupid. You cold your, you scold yourself. <laughs> if the cola can is somewhere around here, where would it be? Probably in the jungle. You answer yourself. You're not sure why you think that, but you do. Something else tells you that all the island's secrets are hidden in and among those dense trees, but so is the beast that keeps roaring. What are you going to do? This is a really weirdly written book where the, the decisions seem to just be coming out of nowhere. It's like, I have a good feeling that the coal is just going to be in the jungle. Uh -huh. You know? Well, it's not going to be it's in like the water. It's like pretend the dice. It could be. What? It's like pretend the dice. It's, it's like pretend the mm -hmm. dice. It could be in the water. It could be floating, like so, a message in a bottle. Yeah. Gabby, are you... Are you going to decide to explore the jungle, or are you going to stay in the water out of danger? Personally, I don't think either decision's a I good know, idea. I don't think either are good, but I guess I'm going to stay in the water because it has more descriptive... It, and, you know, the first one says, if you're to explore the jungle, turn two. This one says, if you're going to stay in the water out of danger, turn two. Sure. I would have picked the jungle. <laughs> I would have too. You decide to stay in the water. Why not, you think? Maybe you'll be miraculously saved by some unseen force. Yeah, right. Maybe a whole bunch of paratroopers will drop out of the sky and land on the beach, bringing you knapsacks full of potato salad, fried chicken, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and candy bars. And bagels. <laughs> In your dreams, you could fuck potato salad. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't. But you why could. would you want to? I mean, maybe peanut butter and jelly sandwiches out of all. Yeah, of yeah. What would like be the most fuckable candy bar? Oh, good question. Let's mm. think. Um, Reese's. Yeah. No, um, because it's soft and you can indent it. Yeah. Well, are we talking girls or, or, or oh, girls or boys? Oh. Or you know, because for because for like because oh, for like for a vagina for a vagina. Yes, exactly. Kit Kat. Yeah, what if it nice splits and... off? <laughs> oh, inside oh, you. You're right. Yeah. Maybe a Snickers. Uh, I was singing Twizzlers. Like the oh, whole. Oh, okay. The whole thing. I just thing. don't like Twizzlers, but that. Oh, yeah. Okay. But Ooh, you like me in your vagina? <laughs> Ew, I don't know. I'm thinking about it. That could feel good. Uh, what about? Hmm. I'm gonna get some candy canes. 
Oh yeah, that's good. But what if that snapped? Yeah. Then oh, that's, that, that's, that's a hospital trip. That's a hospital trip. I'm thinking. Oh, baby bottle pop. <laughs> <laughs> Fun no, dip. That, that's that's Fun for the dip. asshole. That's for the asshole. Fun dip. <laughs> the baby bottle plug. Baby, yeah, baby bottle plug. <laughs> baby bottle Sales plug. Sales are going up after put this. Put it inside you. I don't think they make baby, baby bottle bu- plug. Put it in your butt. <laughs> there you go. That's much better. Or like lollipop paint shop, which you, is literally just like. You can lick it, stick it, and stuff it. <laughs> with new candy crunch. <laughs> <laughs> new candy crunch. New Candy Crunch. New. New. Uh, so. <laughs> Sorry, Mom, if you're listening to this. <laughs> Sorry to all of our moms listening to this. Uh, somehow that's not quite what happens. Instead, you simply burn to a crisp in the hot sun. The water you're splashing in acts like a giant mirror, reflecting the sun's intense light and heat back onto you. Yeah, kind of like those shows, like, I Shouldn't Be Alive, whenever it's people, like, on a raft, their lips are just so chapped and yeah. they're just, like, dried out. Not a pretty sight, is it? Of course not. In fact, you better close the book before things get really ugly. Go on. Close the book. This story's over. Quick, before the buzzards start circling. The, the end. end. So you just die. Damn. You just waste away in the ocean. That's sad. That is sad. Especially since that's your second death. So, one more and no prize for you. I'm scared. Hey, you just gotta do a flawless run for the rest of the book. Um, this brings Ryan to uh, 20. Yeah, we never we never set our total from the last episode. Yeah, 18, 18 to... 18 to 18. 18 to 18, Is yeah. where we're coming into this episode. Oh God, that's right, because Jillian really wrecked me in the last one. Yep. Uh, okay, uh, where are we going? Seven. Seven, okay. Page seven? Yes. <laughs> You're still shaking with fear, but you decide you've got to face whatever's in that oh jungle. God. If you're going to have any hope of finding the cola can, slowly you walk towards the trees. The hair on the back of your neck stands up. Dark, dense vines hang down, casting strange shadows. You push the vines back and enter the jungle of palm trees, bushes, and tropical flowers. The scent of the jungle is sweet. A warm, flowery smell fills the air. Small, prickly bushes scratch your legs. Sunlight streams through the trees every so often in bold beams. You glance down, searching the ground for the cola can. You jump when you hear the sharp cry. It's followed by a rapid flapping sound. Your head snaps. <laughs> you're not buff. You're you're not Hannibal Lecter. Wait, you can make that sound. You kind of can. I can't do that. I go. Nope, can't do that. Your head snaps up. Out of the corner of your eye, you see something moving. A screeching winged creature heading right for your face. Uh... Duck out of the way on page twenty-eight. Your hands fly up to your face to protect it. Ark. Wanna try that again? I'm trying it A W W W R K K K. Oh no, there's no K K K. K K K. It's canceled. Yeah, you better retract that. It's a supremacist bird. Vilcomen. The bird screams again. Bird premacy. Bird premacy. Ooh. Did that hurt? That sounded like it hurt. <laughs> no, it didn't hurt. Oh, you're so talented. Sharp claws dig into your skin as it lands on your shoulder. Ah! You sh- why, the, why was there, like, a pleasure moan at the end of that? <laughs> ah! 
I liked it. <laughs> you shriek more in shock than in pain. More in pleasure than in pain. <laughs> you turn your head slightly and peek out from behind your hands. It's a parrot. You've got a great big parrot perched on your shoulder. Follow me! The parrot squawks. This is the second time you've had to do a parrot song. This is the third time! <laughs> Parrots are such a good trope with children. But not only that, I'm glad them. it's always you because you are really good at doing the parrot sound. I really hate that I'm going to be able to uh, cr- chronicleize this. I had to do it in um, the the um, the circus, the, the carnival. The, the first book. The creepy carnival. What's it called? Escape from the Carnival of Horrors. Great. Um, I am going to lightly jog out of his memory and he's going to chronicleize this. Cool. Um, and then I had to do it again in Under the Magician's Spell. You did? You did. I did. You did. And now this is the third time. Third time. So every seven books we had to do it pretty much. Wow. First book. Six books. Every yeah. six books, you have to be a parrot. Half, half of my books I've done so far. Every six books we do, you have to be a parrot. Real so. life data coming at you right now. Yeah, so be on the lookout for the... Um, well, also okay. incorrect data, because Adam can't do math. That's every four books. What? This is our 13th, so just just slightly more than ah, four. One, Lucky and then book seven, and then book 13. So it actually is every six books. You have to be a parrot. Yeah, but for once I actually after, did the math the right. Start. For once I actually did the we're, math we're, right, Ryan. We're thinking of the math in two different ways. <laughs> I'm thinking three times out of thirteen is approximately one. I'm just thinking about the book numbers. That's all. Because one and then seven and then thirteen, six, six, six. Math is a cruel mistress. Math, <laughs> and that's why we prefer men. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a parrot. You've got a great big parrot perched on your shoulder. Follow me! The parrot squawks, then it reaches up with one clawed foot and pulls at your hair. Follow me! It screams. (laughs) Well, Gabby, are you going to follow the parrot or not? I got to follow the parrot. Right, we're following the parrot. The parrot removes its claw from your shoulder, then it flies off into the jungle. You decide to follow it. It's the second book we're in a jungle, too. Second in a row, yeah. No, 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 not in a row. No, 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 not in a row, but definitely second... More times I've been in a jungle than I thought we were going to be in a jungle. (laughs) Yeah, for goosebumps. Yeah. You decide to follow it. Meeting a talking bird isn't any stranger than anything else that's happened to you today. It's not a talking bird. It's just a parrot. Parrots talk. Yeah. That's a talking bird. No, but but, you said parrots talk. No, but he means, no, but he means like, like it's, it's parroting. It's like learning, you know, you know that, like that TikTok where the guy like is like, Hey, what's this made of? It's like wood, glass. Do you know I've the one I'm talking about? Red. Have you seen it? Yeah. It's like, what's this made out of? Metal. No. Yeah. And what is it? Bowl. Bowl. No, no. What is it? Cube. No. <laughs> Cube. I love it. I love. I love it. It makes me want to parrot. Honestly. I would never want to parrot. Yeah, that would annoy the shit. All you have out to do is me. just throw a blanket over them. It's like, oh, nighttime, oh, dark time. That's they don't fucked. <laughs> no, like over their cage, not over them. Yeah, I know. It's so fucked. You're just gonna make. I'm <laughs> over you. So I. Birdie sat. You baby. You birdie. (laughs) I birdie sat. I birdie sat my friend's parakeet when I was in uh, high school, and I would play with it and like I like would take it out of the cage. Parakeet and parrot. Yeah, I was gonna say. Are they? No, a parakeet is a tiny, tiny little thing. So like a baby parrot. One day it was parrot. What a name! It flew away from me (gasps) and was flying around my room, like around my moving ceiling fan. So I shut off the ceiling fan. 
and then the parakeet was still flying around the room and my friend told me that if that happened i needed to like get like a towel or a blanket or something and throw it on top uh-huh. so that i could get the parakeet and get it back in its to its cage and i <laughs> what did you do i chucked the blanket at it and it pushed it and it Instead of getting caught under it, it just, like, knocked it into oh! my wall, and it fell behind my heater. Did you kill, <gasps> you kill the parakeet? I didn't. I reached my hand under the heater. I got burns on my arm to get this parakeet, and literally just, like, reached under, grabbed it. Do you still have the burns? And put it back in its cage. No, I don't still have the burns. Think of what the parrot was feel- parakeet was feeling. Also, fun fact, all parakeets are parrots, but large parrots, like macaws, aren't called parakeets. Ah. The primary difference between a parrot and a parakeet is their size and ability to make human speech. Parakeets yeah, are small parrots. Oh, they don't talk. No, they do talk. Oh. They just don't learn as much talk. Okay. No, they don't talk. You decide to follow it. Meeting a talking bird isn't any stranger than anything else that's happened to you today. And it might help you find the cola can. You never know. Vines dangle in your face as you hurry to keep up with the colorful bird. It's way ahead of you, but it's easy to spot. Its brilliant yellow and blue feathers stand out in the dense green of the jungle. Now that you're in it, the jungle seems huge and confusing. With all the twists and turns you've taken, you don't think you'll ever find your way back out. The bird leads you deeper and deeper into the jungle. Where could it be leading you? Finally, it lands on the top of a tall tree a few feet ahead of you. It squawks again. Hurry up! It calls in its scratchy parrot voice. You pick up your pace. Then you hear a low growl from the bushes just ahead. Is the parrot leading you into a trap? Uh Turn to page 101. You've come this far, you're not going to turn back now. As you step into the clearing, your mouth falls open. You can't believe what you see. There, right smack in the middle of the jungle, five modern vending machines. <laughs> uh, not what I was expecting. <laughs> They're arranged in a semicircle around a tree stump, their lighted fronts glowing in the jungle shade. A juice machine, a coffee machine, a candy machine, a milk machine. A milk oh. machine? Like, like, big naturals? Like, what, what are we talking? <laughs> like a cow? Or no, like, 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 a vending machine a that vending gives machine milk? A vending machine that has milk. Oh. <laughs> and a cola machine. He, he thought it was just, it, just four milk, vending just machines and a giant breast yeah. pump. <laughs> just like, just Jenna. <laughs> Come on, I haven't got all day. <laughs> and a cola machine. A cola machine! Yes! You cry, your face breaks into a huge grin until you notice what's sitting on top of the cola machine. Then your stomach tightens again. It more than tightens. You panic. You're face to face with the beast you heard roaring. Uh oh. And it's a tiger. A huge, angry tiger. A real one with striped fur, sharp teeth, and claws, crouching, ready to strike. Rock! Ignore the tiger! The parrot tells you. Your heart pounds wildly. Is the parrot actually talking to you? Does it know what it's saying? Or is it just repeating words it's learned before? Do you dare take the advice of a parrot? The tiger leans forward. Drool drips from its sharp teeth. Gabby, are you going to turn and run back to the beach, or are you going to ignore the tiger and go for the cola? Uh, I'm going to ignore the tiger, I think. You're going to go for the cola? Yeah. I think that that's the only option, because otherwise, where the fuck am I going? I'm just wandering on the beach. The tiger's still loose. At least go for it. Go what I want. Good idea. Good idea. Good idea. 
You swallow hard, trying to make the lump in your throat go away, but it won't. You're too choked with fear. Still, you decide to do what the parrot says. It got you this far, you figure it must know what it's talking about. You ignore the tiger, or at least you try. You can't completely forget about the ferocious beast. You're only human. Now what? You ask the parrot, still shaking. You try holding very still so as not to attract the tiger's attention. How do I get the can of cola? I haven't got any money. Take these quarters, the parrot answers. Using its claw, it picks up three quarters from the branch it's perched on and offers them to you. But be careful. They're, uh, they're the only ones I have left. As you reach out to take the quarters, the tiger leaps. 600 pounds of hungry, snarling animal right towards you. Maybe you shouldn't have listened to that crazy old bird. Don't move a muscle until you get to page 15. Help! You scream. You fling your arms over your head and squeeze your eyes shut tight. Your heart hammers so hard you think your chest will burst. Then you hear a loud thud behind you. Open your eyes! The parrot squawks. Get the cola can! Huh? Slowly you open your eyes and realize that the tiger leaped over you, not at you. You hear him panting right behind you. You can feel his hot breath on your neck. Get the cola can, the parrot repeats. With your heart still pounding, you try to do what the parrot says. You slowly approach the cola machine. You push the quarters into the slot and hit the button. Cut chunk. <laughs> A can thumps down the chute and rolls out into your waiting hand. Nervously, you flip open the metal tab. Oh no, you wail. No genie, just, it's just cola. Now you'll never get off the island. What? Turn to page 26. Yeah, I guess not. You can't make a wish without Jenna's cola can, and those three quarters were your only chance. Even the parrot starts to cry. Oh God. You fling the cola. That sounds like you're sucking a dick. (laughs) Is that the sound you make when you suck a dick, Gabby? If I'm really into it, sometimes. (laughs) We'll include that sound bite. (laughs) We're really earning our 18 plus rating this episode. Yeah, yeah. It's the filthiest episode. You brought me on. That's true. That's true. I should have known what I was coming for. Getting. I thought that's what you wanted. (laughs) Asking for bargaining. Yeah, you were asking for it. Oh, God. You fling the cola can onto the ground in despair. No, no, no! You slam your fist against the side of the cola machine. Then something wonderful happens. Another can of cola drops down. Can it be? You pick it up. Oh, please, please, please be the right can. You take a deep breath and flip open the top. In a huge, stinging spray of soda and red gas, Jenna shoots out of the can. You hardly recognize her. Her eyes are a poisonous yellow color, sharp like a cat's. Her teeth are all fangs now, razor sharp and deadly. Her hair stands straight up in spiky points that look as deadly as her teeth. Jenna? You stammer. What happened to you? Turn to page 20. I'm guessing you're gonna probably have to give her like a monster voice. Or just like a bitch. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking monster cat. Think like, yeah, monster cat. Monster cat or like... I got it. Villain from Big Brother, I don't know. (laughs) Shut up! Jenna bellows. Nothing happened to me. This is what I really look like. Got a problem with that? No. You respond hastily. Of course not. Jenna narrows her cat eyes at you and bares her fangs. What? 
do you want? She demands, spitting each word out slowly. What do I want, you wonder? With this new scary Jenna in front of you and a panting tiger behind you, you can't think straight. But you've noticed one thing for sure. Every time you make a wish, it turns out wrong. Not at all how you expected. You know you're going to have to word your last wish very carefully. Finally, you figure out what you're going to say. Here's what I want, you say to Jenna. I want to go home and have everything be just the way it was before you came along. Except for one thing. I want to remember all the amazingly cool stuff that's happened to me, okay? Are you sure that's what you want? Jenna sneers. Maybe you better wish the tiger would go away. He's about ready to attack. Gabby, are you going to save yourself from the tiger on page 36, or are you going to bravely refuse to change your wish? I think I'm going to bravely refuse to change my wish. Okay. I think that this has all been leading up for me to learn how to make a good wish, and I figured it out. And I'm gonna get myself out. I think that's I think that's the the way to go. Because yep. if if you just save yourself from the tiger, what you, am you're I not gonna have any other home. wishes? Yeah, exactly. Right. And how am I gonna save myself from the tiger? Let's be real. Right. Let's do it. No way. You tell Jenna. I'm not falling for your tricks anymore. I just want my old life back, just like I said. Jenna's face twists into an awful, ugly shape. Are you sure? Yes. You answer firmly. That's my wish. Give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> Give it to me. Fine. Jenna snaps. She puts her hands on her hips and glares at you. Come on. You order her. Give me my wish. A huge smile spreads across her face. Although she's so ugly, it doesn't <laughs> look like a smile. It looks like an alligator's hideous snarl. Oops. She says with a giggle. I forgot to tell you. The third wish is different. What? You stare at her. Different how? Before I grant your last wish, she explains, you have to steal this wish ring from my finger. She waggles her pinky at you. Wrapped around it is an enormous ruby ring. So Ooh. you just have to steal her ring that she bought on Wish. <laughs> her little mood ring. Uh, turn to page 76. Steal her pinky ring? But, but that's not fair. You cry. Who said anything about fair? Jenna laughs. Where's the tiger? <laughs> yeah, what happened to the Standing tiger? Standing there ready to pounce. Just waiting. Just... <laughs> Jenna laughs. <laughs> and to get the ring, you're going to have to catch me first. And she snaps her fingers. She oh, disappears into a cloud of smoke. Once the smoke clears, you sink to the ground in horror. Jenna... The new, ugly, monstrous, hideous, mean Jenna has grown four times her normal size. You lean your head back. Your eyes travel up, up to her enormous body. She's grown as big as a small building. She could squash you like a bug just by moving one foot. So long, kid, she booms. I wouldn't count on getting that last wish if I were you. Try to take the volume down a hair. Just a teensy bit. Jenna turns and starts strolling through the jungle. Yes, Mr. Director. No, I just... <laughs> I'll do whatever you want. I'm just saying... I've wanted this role my whole life. I've always wanted to play boisterous, loud genie on a podcast. Well, this is your chance to make it to the big times, toots. Don't fuck it up. Jenna turns and starts strolling through the jungle. With every step... She tramples several small trees. Her legs are so long, each stride takes her farther and farther away. 
This is a horny Her book. legs are too long. I'll never catch her, you think, as she leaves you hopelessly behind. Ugh. Turn to page 130. See, I was wondering, I was like, where's the horror in this? But this is truly horrific. This is This horrific. little boy, he just he just wants to get home. Mm-hmm. You were and Wilfred. Like, yes, he was Wilfred, and now he's in the fucking jungle. He's never even been home tiger. alone before. Yeah. yeah. Oh! I could cry for him. Wait, Jenna! You cry, dashing after her. But it's, it's no, no use. use! She's much too fast for you. By the time she's taken ten steps, she's completely disappeared. Tired and frustrated, you drop to your knees. I just want to go home! You moan. I just want to go home! Suddenly, a voice startles you. You can't catch her that way! Squawks the parrot. Get up and ride the tiger! Huh? You look up from the jungle path where you're kneeling. The tiger! You've forgotten all about him! You whirl around and see you whirl around and see him still standing in the clear wing, nearing the vending machines. He's sitting perfectly still, like an obedient dog who's been ordered to stay. Ride the tiger! Ride the tiger! The parrot squawks. Hmm. Ride the tiger. Does that sound like a good idea? I'm are you gonna I'm ri- gonna ride the tiger. I don't yeah, like I have to ride the tiger. That's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Yeah, are you gonna ride the tiger or are you going to chase Jenna on foot? I'm riding the tiger. You're riding the tiger on page 27. You decide to ride the tiger. It seems as if it's your only hope of catching up to Jenna. You hurry back to the clearing. You crouch in some bushes and peer through the leaves at the tiger. He's still sitting there, not moving. You can see his sharp teeth inside his open mouth as he pants. Maybe you should sneak up on him, taking him by surprise. You creep up behind the tiger. You reach out and grab a handful of the thick, furry skin at his neck. Then, as quickly as you can, you straddle the animal like a horse. The minute you climb onto him, he bolts up and sprints through the jungle. Help! You scream, barely able to hang on. The tiger's head whips around and he snarls ferociously at your face. He looks as if he's going to snap your head off. Turn to page 133. He snarled what? What'd I say? (laughs) Ferociously? Ferociously. (laughs) Ferocious. Ferocious. (laughs) I want one. You know that's like my favorite candy. Those are so good. Mm -hmm. I I would fuck a ferocious! (laughs) (laughs) They got that creamy center. Oh, we go through the hard. Ooh, that would be good for- It's got a shell, though. For penises or vaginas. (laughs) Ferocious. What are you, ASMRing now all of a sudden? All these candies, please do not sponsor us. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, tiger. You yelp. I didn't mean anything. Good boy, don't bite me. As if it understands you, the tiger stops snarling. It continues darting through the jungle at lightning speed. You hang on tight. Pretty soon, he catches up to the genie. What do you think you're doing? Jenna looks shocked to see you. Get off that tiger, right now. I won't do another thing you tell me to do, you vow silently, ever. Your fingers clutch the tiger's fur as it suddenly springs into the air. He leaps at Jenna. No! Jenna shrieks at the attacking tiger. Get back! No! The tiger snaps at her face, but with her huge, powerful hand, she smacks it to the ground. Ah! You cry as the force of her swat. <laughs> Rosie from the tiger's Swat. Back. Her swat. Yeah, her... her... <sighs> That's not what I read, read initially. <laughs> you cries the force of her swat throws you from the tiger's back. Turn to page thirty-four. Oh, you were riding the tiger while she still hit you. Yes. Oh wow. I thought I Didn't thought the tiger either. leapt at her without you on it. Oh. 
Your head hits the ground hard as you fall. For a minute, you actually see stars. Oh. Wilfred. You, <laughs> you glance over at the tiger. He's out cold. Your heart sinks. You watch Jenna disappearing into the jungle. Now I'll never catch her. Never. Your head throbs from the fall. Your arms ache from holding on so tight. Your knees hurt from landing on them. Your whole body feels bruised. You slump to the ground and lie there, face down in the dirt. Slowly the truth dawns on you. You're never going to get off this island. Jenna's too big, too powerful, and much too evil. You can't possibly catch her. You can't outsmart her, and you'll never be able to steal her ring. In frustration, you grab a handful of dirt and fling it into the air. It's not fair! You cry. That's when you see it. Something shiny, lying on the ground, right beside the tiger's mouth. <laughs> Turn to page 83. Her Nuva ring! <laughs> <laughs> Scrambling madly, you reach out and pick up the small shiny object. Yes! You shout out when you see what it is. The genie's ring! Oh. Your mind oh. races back until you figure it out. <laughs> Obviously that's what it is. Oh. <laughs> and you would say Nuva ring, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so you were thinking, oh, it's her, Nuva, her shiny yes. Nuva ring. No, I don't even think that existed in 1996. <laughs> Probably not. No, birth control was not where it is birth now. Birth control was pull out and pray. Pull and pray. <laughs> push and pray. That's another Dane Cook, right? The push and pray method? The push and pray? Yeah, where uh, you just push it, where he pushes past you. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going into your soul. That's what I'm aiming for. <laughs> the genie's ring! Your mind races back until you figure it out. It must have flown off her hand when she smacked the tiger. Then it must have gotten small again somehow. Thanks for figuring that out, Carl's <laughs> time. When it fell to the ground away from Jenna's magic, you squeeze the ring tightly in both hands and close your eyes. I wish I could go home. You whisper. I want to go back to where, the way it was before I met Jenna. Except I want to remember everything that's happened to me. All at once, the earth shakes. Why? Why do you want to remember everything? Just so, like, you learned do your you life lesson? you remember the trauma? Exactly. You got the life lesson. <laughs> I want to learn something from this. That or, since it's a children's book, you need to learn something from this. All at once, the earth shakes. A terrifying pounding sound fills your ears. It's Jenna, you realize with a gulp, marching towards you. Boo, boo, boo. Branches break and leaves are ripped to shreds as the giant genie moves in your direction. Finally, she bursts through the trees. Her eyes are wild, her fangs sharp enough to rip you to shreds. Don't make a move, just turn to page 92. She's she's gonna reach her ultimate form right now. Okay. You stole my ring! Jenna growls. Yes! You shout at her. And I wish to go home. Now! Jenna throws her head back and lets out a terrible, moaning wail. <laughs> you watch in awe as she begins to change. Her whole face, body, and clothes slowly shrink back to normal size. She doesn't have razor-sharp fangs anymore. She transforms back to the way she was when you first met her. Jennifer Coolidge is mm -hmm. back. Then her body starts to fade away, disappearing into a cloud of white gasp. I suppose you're happy now, she whines. Now that I have to squeeze back into that stupid can. You shut your eyes and brace yourself, not sure what's going to happen next. You recognize the familiar spinning feeling. Your wish is being granted. But how will it turn out? You're, you never really got exactly what you wished for. What will happen this time? Go to page 121. Yes! You cry happily when you see where you are. You're back in your own home, in your family room. You jump up from the couch and dance around. Oh. Randy. Yeah, give me a voice for Randy. Who's he won't your, be around who's the long. Older Randy, who's the older um, brother? Um, um, 
Is it Timothy Chalamet? No, it's like someone like like um like the brother from Two and a Half Men, but I don't know what he sounds like. But that's the energy. But, like Charlie Sheen. No, 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 like the the son. The fat oh, one. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Can you do it as Sylvester the cat, like Fluffer and Fuckatash? Jake is his name. <laughs> Randy. No, I know Jake is from <laughs> Two and a Half Men. I've been. Oh. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I, I can do Jake. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. What's up with you? Mm. That wasn't Jake at all. <laughs> no, that was just you. <laughs> that was just you. I can do Jake. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm visualizing it. <clears throat> What's up with you? Your older brother Randy asks as he walks in carrying a tray full of snacks. Oh, nothing. Do you think he's gonna fuck those snacks? <laughs> if it's a Twinkie, yes. Like father, like son. I mean, like brother, <laughs> brother, brother, brothers. But like father, like son. Brothers. Start somewhere. Yeah. Two brothers, one snack. <laughs> <laughs> That's the episode title. <laughs> I think it might be. <laughs> Randy asks as he walks in carrying a tray full of snacks. Oh, nothing. You answer, smiling to yourself. How could you possibly explain it to him? This is something you'll just have to keep to yourself. You'll remember it all your life, though. This was some adventure. And that was your wish. You wanted the trauma of the wish. <laughs> yeah. Of the, of the genie. Hey. You call to him, noticing all the junk food he's eating. How come mom's letting you eat all that junk? Mom's not home, idiot. Randy answers. Remember? Then he points towards the kitchen. There's a whole six-pack of cola in the fridge, too. He says. Help yourself, cola. You repeat, your eyes growing large. Uh, I think I'll pass on that. Then something occurs to you. Maybe I'll stash it in my room. You add. How come? Your brother asks, surprised. You never know when you're going to need a can of cola. You explain. (laughs) Sometimes, nothing else will do. The end. Hey! Gabby, you win a prize! (laughs) Woo! You're the first guest I we've won. ever had who actually won. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm honored. You were the first. Not shocked. But honored. <laughs> you were the first official winner of our podcast. Oh my god. We're actually gonna get a prize. We'll like mail you something, I guess. <laughs> we can just pay for Applebee's. Yeah, we'll pay for your Applebee's. <laughs> yeah, we'll pay for your Applebee's trip. So. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, half off apps and, and a drink is on us tonight. Well, I would like to thank. The Academy, <laughs> my mother, my father, the two of you, Arl Stein. He didn't read. The, he didn't write this one. Oh, Are he we, didn't. It's probably a ghostwriter. Uh, you well, say that every writer. time, and then it's then it's actually Arl Stein. Yeah, and, he, and he's listening, and he's pissed. Robert Lawrence. Oh yeah, he is still alive. He could be listening to this. I think he lives in New Hampshire, actually. Look it up right now. It might be New Hampshire or Maine or Massachusetts. He lives in New England. I know that. Or does he live in Ohio? He's from Ohio. <laughs> Hey, well, he's definitely in this country, or maybe it's like he was. No, I need to. I need to know. I need to know this right now. Where does RL stand? I can't believe I won. I'm on a high. You did. I thought I was gonna lose. After that second one, I was like, "Well, there's no coming back." This was hard. Yeah, they make it, it hard. hard. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, and I, I really want to know like the paths in this book, like. 
It has never started with four choices in the beginning. Oh, no. really? No, this was a tough one because I think each choice... I think one of the choices was just going to make you choose another choice. Yeah. Um, probably the, the last one that was like, if you don't choose one mm-hmm. of these. Our sign lives in NYC, by the way. So who oh. knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll run, run into, into maybe him. Maybe run into him in Second City. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, this, was, this was not an easy book and... Normally, I'll sometimes like look up on um, on Wikipedia to see how many choices. There are two good endings in this book, and you found one of the two. Ooh! So whoa! Well, oh! So it was really challenging. It was really challenging. You did a really good job. Um, and you thought that I was gonna fuck it up. Wait a minute. Let me just. Check. And I had faith in you the whole time. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I knew you were going to make. I knew you were gonna make really rash decisions. I don't think I felt like I was pretty logical. In all my decision making. I really think you were too. And you know what that I've is? I've grown up. That's growth. Yeah. Yeah. You're no longer that child that <laughs> 17 year old. we gave alcohol to. <laughs> You're, you are a grown woman who is, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just so proud of you. Oh, I love you. In many, many ways. <laughs> Give me a hug. <laughs> Audio medium, I'm hugging her right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're not watching the video. I know, I'm kidding. kidding. (laughs) We probably could have filmed this one. This was this was a trip. I mean, we've learned that there is nothing. There is there's nothing you can't fuck. There's nothing you can't fuck. If you put your mind to it. If you put your mind to it, and that on that, oh my god, oh my god, Gabby, thank you so much for being on here. You were an incredible, um, you were an incredible guest. Uh, is there anything that you'd like to plug? Um, I am if you're in New York City on well, when's this gonna be airing? Well, who knows? January fourteenth at one p.m. I'll be in a new musical, Summerton Man, at Green Room Forty Two. Get your tickets online. I don't think this episode's gonna be up by then. That is okay. Well, it already happened, and it was fucking fantabulous. It's one night only. One night only. One night only. Well, okay. one day only. One day only. It's a day show. It's a Sunday matinee. Ooh. <laughs> You yeah. didn't, you didn't, you should have opened with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll try to get the episode out by, before, before. Okay. Yeah. It'll probably either be like the day before or the day of. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get the episode out so you can get that oh, out. Thanks. Uh, social media that you'd like yes, to Yes. Follow me at Gabrielle L. Lavoie at, on Instagram. <laughs> and that's really it. Are you on TikTok? I'm on TikTok, but there's really not much to see. At Sir Gabs a lot. And that's a um, name. Thanks. Lavoie is spelled L-A-V-O-I-E, not like how Adam has it spelt in his phone. Do you have an L-A-V-O-Y? Why? <laughs> you called Horrific. him earlier, and I looked over, and I just started laughing, and that's what you were. Saying. And he was like, "What are you laughing at?" I was like, "Nothing. I'm gonna save it for the pod." <laughs> <laughs> you put that in and I was like that's not right but whatever and I just never corrected it (laughs) Gabby you probably were one of the best guests we've ever had on the show thank you so much for being available for this and oh my god thank you for asking me on your amazing we're gonna go to Applebee's now we're gonna pay for your meal and hopefully when we're at that menu we are going to make make good good decisions decisions. (laughs) (laughs) what a what a weird (laughs) <laughs> what a weird uh, ending line. <laughs> uh...
Oh My Yod is an independently produced podcast by Adam Beauparlon and Ryan Perry. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on Instagram at Oh My Yod Pod and Facebook. Email us your questions and comments at ohmyodpod at gmail.com. Remember, sharing, subscribing, and leaving a review is always a, a good decision. decision. I think we can probably work with some of that. <laughs> <laughs>